Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm Mackenzie Atwood here with a new episode of the Steven Universe podcast because we have to talk about Diamond Days. The final episode of the Diamond Days arc and of Season 5 itself airs this Monday, January 21st, on Cartoon Network. So to get us ready for the Steven Universe season finale, we're going to recap the last four episodes. Legs from Here to Homeworld, Familiar, Together Alone, and Escapism, with Zach Callison, who voices Steven, Michaela Dietz, the voice of Amethyst, and Dee Dee Magno Hall, who voices Pearl. Hello. 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 <laughs> totally unplanned. We just we have such synergy. Wow. <laughs> so let's talk uh legs from here to homeworld. So this episode was crazy, um, because you know the diamonds have been the big bads for so long. So what was your reaction to seeing the crystal gems just getting right along with them? I mean, at first it did weird me out a little bit, but then I thought about it. And I decided, it's cool. Progress is good. Evolvement. Like, let's develop this relationship. And I feel like, you know, they've been in that state for so long. It's really cool to see a whole new side of them. Mm -hmm. I was very happily, pleasantly surprised at how I was, I liked it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought, why can't we all just get along like the diamonds? (laughs) I mean, now. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was it was a relief. Like this is what Steven has been fighting for 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 a while, and uh, it just feels like the I mean, literally the start of a new era. Um, I mean, they even they even call it that, but it it felt like mm-hmm. a turning point in in the the narrative of the show. Like you know, the diamonds aren't these big scary alien people anymore. They're they're ironically humanized in a way, which was really cool to see. Yeah, it's cool seeing how like it just changed so fast as soon as they knew about Pink. Yeah, because that really does change everything. One other thing that was fun was seeing Stephen pilot the leg ship. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, yeah. My favorite part of that is when he's like, "Oh, mom, mom must have not been so must must have been a lot more graceful when she when she took off." And Pearl's like, eh. was, <laughs> "Not so much." That was cute. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to see that too. But the just the legs is great. It made me want to see Steven like go fly fishing or just wear like really tall galoshes. <laughs> I just I need more of that in my life. <laughs> it's a fan arts for it. It's like a the spin-off series, Steven does difficult things. Yeah. <laughs> so after the leg ship, we see Homeworld for the first time. What are your thoughts having come this far in the series? I remember when like Rebecca sat us down and she's like, So guys, they're aliens. And like we found that out for the first time and that was that was mind blowing for us. And just to think back to that versus versus now we've you know, we've gone to Homeworld and, and it's it was almost welcomed rather than, you know, as enemy territory. That that's a huge a huge change from where we started and it really shows how far we've come. Yeah, I feel you. 
The episode also premiered at San Diego Comic-Con. Do you guys remember when you like saw it for the first time? Yeah. I do, but I don't because I was so focused on watching the jaws just drop to the ground from all the audience members. So I don't, <laughs> I don't actually, I didn't really retain a lot of what I saw at Comic-Con. <laughs> it's always like the same reaction, all well, similar reactions from audience members seeing new episodes. Everybody's just like, oh my, what? Oh my God. And so I think that, uh, that I think that's what I remember. That was oh. great, Walla, Dee Dee. Yeah, like Walla, every Walla. <laughs> every little thing like has a reaction to it, and you can hear like obviously the big crowd reactions to certain things. Occasionally, you'll hear somebody in the back like catch the most minor of details in the background, and it just really makes watching the episode so interactive. And the whole time. I was I just felt so smug because I was you guys have no idea because we were going to announce the movie afterwards. I'm like, y'all think this is it? It was there was just so much hype in one like 15 minute period. Lots of mind blown reactions, but like considering how big the ballroom was, it, it was pretty quiet. I mean, people really wanted to just sort of like hang on every word. Yeah, every library time. style. Yeah, They're all about it. <sighs> <laughs> What's up, Dewey Decimal? Oh, just kidding. Not really. <laughs> oh my gosh. The white diamond reveal in particular. Oh yeah. That was what do you remember the moment that that happened? Yes. Yeah, that was the what what? I think I turned to Dee Dee and I was like, I like her shoes. <laughs> yes. I also yeah. said that today when we rewatched yes, some episodes. Because I was like Seriously, where does she get those shoes? <laughs> all the diamonds got pink. Di- Pink's got to get they really fly great shoes. Style, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, I I remember when Rebecca first showed me the character design for White, like before we even um, did any of these episodes, and they were still finalizing. And I was like, this this is gonna make it one crazy reveal one of these days. Yeah, um, it was. She's always been my favorite of all four of them. Wow, and especially because the show itself is just chock full of color and then you know the absence of that is so shocking and you really do pay attention yeah it's it's a really cool like juxtaposition yeah 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 one other thing i wanted to ask about was like do you guys remember when you saw the the boards themselves for the first time like you remember seeing the design for white diamond but do you remember like recording this arc there's a lot of good memories and just watching the episodes just now brought back a lot from you know this one and familiar was really cool as well um you know some of the the music and i just there was so much i didn't know that was going to be put into them in in the meantime like background art music wise obviously we don't see a lot of that till it comes out but um there was some really new and interesting stuff going on in the background of these mm. right right and and you mentioned familiar so let's talk about that episode specifically coming up <laughs> Are still with me. So let's talk about Familiar. And um, right off in this episode, we get introduced to the Pebbles, who are voiced by you, Zach, and Susan Egan, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, we we pussed around a little bit and experimented to get the sound right, and we knew they'd be pitching them in the end, but it, it ended up being this really fun exercise doing those. How did you come up with a voice for the green one who was so who sounds like me when I first wake up in the morning? <laughs> How did you, how did just, you get there? Just that one particular one. Yeah. They're like, yo, what if what if we got something like completely different, like wildly different? So I just did like something like this, and then they pitched it up. And oh, I loved it. Yeah, I, I don't even remember exactly like what he says. He was um, like, hey, but whatever. Yeah. 
get up it's big time <laughs> yeah there's like some of them they just wanted us to make like whispering noises and then some things we'd actually like say particular lines but oh, it was very unexpected yeah that's one of the few times that Susan and I have gotten in the booth together actually obviously because we never we very rarely cross paths in the show right, when that happens right. do you guys just like have a prolonged embrace or like what happens there's there's a vibe in the room it's like we understand that this is a rare occurrence uh, storm in the room way back was was the other one where it happened oh, uh, but we right. were actually like rose and steven were sort of not really interacting but this one was like a lot more lighthearted and fun because we were goofing off and- yeah no oh, i bet it was so fun so much adorableness yeah and <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a really cute episode all around. So did you guys, uh, Michaela and Didi, were you guys just now seeing these for the first time? I, yeah, I, I had a little sneaky peek yeah. um, earlier. You sound so guilty. I do. <laughs> because, but it was sanctioned, wasn't because it? Because I can't, like, cannot into a say system. a lie. A lie. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was, it was, it was yeah. yeah. Sometimes um, when we're coming for records, Rebecca will be like, come upstairs, and she'll show us, like, 70 years into the future of yeah. whatever they're working on, and it's it's a, it's a nice look. And a- I always enjoy that, and then I always try to just knock it out of my brain because I don't want to spoil anything, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I yeah, yeah. always yeah. lose track of what the public knows. So right, right. We really have to watch like what exactly what episode <laughs> number was the last release. Yeah. You guys are really good about it, but you're not you're not out here leaking anything. No, but, no, but, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> but about the, the gems and stuff, it's it's also just crazy seeing we saw the pebbles, but we see a ton of different types of gems uh in this episode. Just like some of them are just like part of the architecture. Oh, yes, and stuff. yes, and on the yes. walls. Yeah, it's crazy. What, what did you guys think when you saw all of those? It's so classic, like like Beauty and the Beast, like yeah. type, like inanimate yeah. objects being animate. It, it was it was really really cool. I Rebecca was like telling us about some of them and like their purpose and, and what they do, and it, there's a lot of a lot of thought and detail that goes into that. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, how would you? I mean, maybe there's no comparison here because it's on Homeworld, but what would the equivalent to that be on Earth? Like, is that just like certain stone inlaid into walls or ceilings or furniture? I'm not sure specifically about the ones that that live in the wall, but that's got to be a strange existence. Just like like sitting on the wall and like gossiping about people that walk by like eternally. And people say, (laughs) if these walls could talk and you're like, yeah, we could talk. Yeah, stop talking, talking about now. us. Yeah. You're talking to me? Just yeah, stop talking. Nah, yeah. you got a little diamond. I got pink back. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Talk to the wall. <laughs> it's crazy, though. Like, just thinking about, like, you know, we've sort of heard about Homeworld's, like, view of gems as, like, you know, they're not even some, you know, they're not, like, their own people, but now seeing it is totally different thing what does it like make you think of seeing all of that it's interesting they they like they they, i mean we knew that that obviously gem society was like so regimented but we hadn't Mm. seen it like in person this up close Mm -hmm. quite like this until now um i know it jumps ahead a bit but um and and, you know at the ball where they're all dancing like you know really orderly and and the ones in the walls and um it like comparing those like to the familiars that are all like you know like fun and bubbly and doing their own thing it's it's a, a very big difference between what most of diamond society is molded by and what pink had in her own world and what she saw on earth yeah i mean my only uh, 
I, it just reminded me of like a dystopian future, like after everything's kind of crumbled and they have to cling to these rules. And yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I thought it was interesting, but I did enjoy seeing all the different faces. There are some face shapes in there that reminded me of the off colors. That, there was one in particular that looked like the Rodney. old lady. Yeah. 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 Mm. I was going to say something earlier about the home world. Wasn't it kind of boring? Didn't it look kind of boring? And they did, and they did miss pink. I think. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, opulent a but empty. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool seeing how every all the gems are reacting to seeing pink come back. Especially, you know, like that comes back to the pebbles. They're so excited about mm. pink being around again, without really understanding, you know, what it means. Yeah, like when they when the pebbles. Um, like they notice Steven wake up and they're like, she's moving again. Like, why is he stop moving for eight hours? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not something they've ever likely ever yeah. dealt with before. Yeah, they don't. All right. They don't get it. Wait, so is this the one where they help make uh, Pink's outfit? Steven mm-hmm. Pink's outfit? Okay, yeah. so that reminded me of the scene in Cinderella. The, right? Oh, yeah. With the little yeah. mice. Was that, that was on purpose, right? Yes. That was no. sort of an homage. Yeah, there's got to be. I, I, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, I know there was a lot of like, like Princess in a Tower themes. Yeah, of, yeah. Of all of mm-hmm. this. Yeah, that was great. He looked great. Oh yeah, no. he did. He rocks, he rocks it. it. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Stephen's song is also really. It's like so charming and cute, but like also really sad. Thinking about, you know, it it, it kind of blew my mind thinking about how. They're tying together Pink's relationship with the other diamonds and Steven's like relationship with the the gems like early season one when he was sort of just sort of tagging along on their adventures and stuff and trying to make them laugh. What was it like recording that for you, Zach? It was an interesting example of like coming full circle again, as we discussed earlier. And, and, you know, had a lot of melancholy to it, but it's it's also inspiring because he's like, I've like I've done this before and like, look look how much progress we've made as a family. This is my other family. And yeah. I feel like he he feels it in, heart, in his heart like he this is his role. This is what he does for people. And he, you know, he owes it to them to to try to unite them and bring back this this joy that he's discovered is missing. It's it's a beautiful song. I, I was so happy when it, it got put in front of me. Oh, and you sound he, so yeah, beautiful. Sound thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And Susan's background vocals are, are, yeah, like it's a contrast to that because yeah. I'm, I'm a little further down and they like pitched hers up a little bit and she did a really high falsetto and it's it's cool it's beautiful yeah the harmonies are great yeah so like thinking about those early episodes and the way that steven was then what is it like for for you Didi and michaela like thinking about how far the show has come since then what's it like i mean i i honest i from the beginning i could not have ever imagined that it would end up here at this point. Um, how could you know? How could, yeah. How could anybody yeah. know? Um, yeah, seriously. I mean, it, it, I just kept being surprised and more surprised by the the places the show went and how, how deep the story, the rabbit hole would go on, on, on the, the lore development and the emotional depth of the show. And um, I was just excited to, you know, be in a cartoon when we started. And then it just became... Um, are richer and richer over time and, and Rebecca's like master vision and plan was revealed and it, it really uh, was inspiring over time to, to especially because I was like 
literally growing up in the middle of that. That's yeah. an amazing environment mm-hmm. as a young artist. I, I'm thankful for that. Oh, it's also amazing how Rebecca created this show that, that means something yeah. um, to so many people and how she was just so brilliantly able to maintain that throughout, even with, you know, different character arcs, tackling different issues. It's she, every step of the way it it mattered. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, to be a part of that, it, I just feel so privileged. Yeah, I can. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next episode in this arc, which is Together Alone. We've been talking about Diamond Days, and the next episode in this arc is Together Alone, and it starts off with the bang. Steven's having a nightmare about Pink Diamond. Oh, it was um, terrifying. Yeah, with like the hair and Yellow Diamond's giraffe neck. I literally, thing. I literally said while we were watching, I was like, "That's a giraffe." <laughs> it's like a yeah. horror. Can't tell movie. me that's not a giraffe. Yeah. What, what were you guys' reactions to it, that? It was like a horror movie. I, I actually was a little envious. There are many times which there are many times when I want to look over a fence or look around a corner. I mean, if I had that ability. <laughs> I would never trip. I would always know what was up. I, I feel like Amethyst know. is definitely capable of doing that. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. so. I think so. Michaela yeah. Dito, however, no. No. Maybe one day. Mm-hmm. Through the power of a, a very, very talented chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was freaky, man. It's like Wait. some people are going to really like really have to turn the lights on while they're watching this episode. What do you think the, the coughing up of the hair uh, symbolizes? It's got. I need be. like a dream book, you know, like yeah, dream interpretation. I mean, pink is like pink is within him, right. like somehow, some way, even though he doesn't have any memory of it. And it's like, you know, it's it's getting in the way of his life. It's choking him up. It's like like pouring out from him, but he has no awareness of where he comes from and why it's happening. It's just and everybody else knows, but he doesn't. And maybe the pink hair right. is the one thing that he doesn't have. So it's like yeah, he's it's trying a, to it's expel. An, it's an element of what he what he was, but not what he is now. Yeah. Oh. Or maybe it was lion, you know, lion, cats, <laughs> and they, you know, have fur balls. Oh. Are you saying that, yeah. that the, this entire arc has been lion in a Steven costume? You, I'm just saying that maybe it's there possible. I feel like as the voice actor, Steven, they probably mm. should have told me this <laughs> at some point. <laughs> My motivations are all messed up. maybe they shouldn't have. (laughs) You you delivered authentic performance. Yeah, I made for a more impressive disguise. Exactly. (laughs) Without me knowing. (laughs) So, so, but after the dream, um, Steven and his friends, the gems, are definitely, you know, shaking things up on Homeworld. Um, Where do you think their heads are at seeing everything, like, just like the way that they're being judged and perceived by the diamonds in Homeworld society? They seem to have a pretty good sense of humor about it. Mm. <laughs> like, they know this is not their turf. They know to some degree Steven needs something from the diamonds. They have to, you know, be respectful. They have to kind of fall in line to some degree. Mm-hmm. I feel like humor mm-hmm. is a coping mechanism for this, <laughs> this group <laughs> these days because yeah. they've yeah. been through a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting how they all have implicit trust in Steven. Like, only you can do this, Steven. It, that's, a again, full circle from where it where it came from um now he has the full trust and support of his family to do these kinds of things because he's grown enough oh yeah <laughs> <Our> baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Our> baby's <laughs> all grown 
Are you talking about me or Steven? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, one of my favorite things from this episode uh, is Steven's like interactions with the other pearls. Uh, what was it like playing that up? Oh, where are the party pearls at? <laughs> Oh my god! I loved when Steven said that. Okay, party pearls. He said something like party pearls. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, I love when blue pearls like I like to draw. It was so cute. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see that spinoff of the pearls. I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Artistic what happens when four pearls? <laughs> oh my god! Like our, our pearl gets like stranded on a desert island with blue and yellow pearl and like white pearls like malfunctioning in the corner. <laughs> it's like a buddy buddy sitcom. That yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. It's like a K-pop girl pearl band. <laughs> oh my gosh! What was it like? So you you've sort of come to uh, adopt each of these different pearls' voices. What was it like? sort of switching between them because this is a lot of screen time for these these guys yeah you know Michaela was just asking me how do I how do I distinguish the difference between the two are the three well the three but um it's with a lot of help from Rebecca and also um I have to replay past oh, they yeah they'll replay mm, past uh, recording so that I can get back into those voices but yeah they were pretty they're so much fun to do weren't, weren't there like specific references for yeah, oh, there's the, another one for yellow is like a like a telephone operator yeah, an operator. yeah. can you do more can you do a line because i love that oh one. gosh i need a line <laughs> i need uh, tell me what to house say house of beauty this is cutie um <laughs> house of beauty this is cutie yes. uh, new ringtone what's up <laughs> But blue, blue is more like a mashup of, uh, I think Rebecca mentioned like Betty Boop and Marilyn Monroe. Oh, that, yeah. That kind of, yeah. Mm. It's, it's fun. It's yeah. so fun. So, so another thing we saw, um, White Pearl, who you do not voice, uh, what was, what's it like seeing someone else's voice coming out of a pearl? I was a little bit sad, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. You know, Rebecca has a vision and she's had this vision for how long we don't know, you know. It's yeah. kind of scary to see another voice come out of a pearl. That's to the, the fear factor. It also made me do a double take. I was like, you sound so different. Oh, it's not you. Okay. Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> yeah. It really does. It gives, it gives like an impersonator vibe. It's like kind of horrifying. Yeah, like um, Uncanny Valley almost. Yeah. A reference we don't know. You know, like when you see like a, something that looks like almost human but isn't quite like an art or something and it like gives, it gives you like a really uncomfortable feeling in the pit of your stomach. Mm, like it's, a robot. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Like a like a wax figure that looks like almost looks human but not quite. Oh. It, it's like mm-hmm. that's Uncanny Valley. It gives you that sensation. Got it. Uncanny Valley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Taking note. <laughs> Cool. So uh, the the ball that they all go to is is crazy. Um, it's I really like. Um, I remember very distinctly seeing like the the gems with like they kind of locked into each other like gears and were turning and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like a giant like ballet of like robots and stuff. It was crazy. What did you guys think when you were watching it? I think the music really um, like uh, really added to that feeling too. It felt mm-hmm. mechanical. Yeah, the music was bizarre. I'm, I'm guessing that it. that's Ivy and Shirashu. If I yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, right. it's brilliant. It's, it's yeah. kind of 
kind of freaky. Kind of small worldish like. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. like the nightmare version. Yeah. 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 It felt like like a weird like, yeah, animatronics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, let's play circus. It was like, let's play circus. <laughs> <laughs> we also saw everybody kind of start fusing and stuff. Oh, that was a best. Oh, yeah. For like two yeah. seconds. I, I must admit, I screamed really loud when when Opal formed. Yeah. Opal, yes. I was like, wow! We've been <laughs> waiting for so yeah. long. <laughs> The fandom always says hopeful for Opal. Yeah, hopeful for Opal. I, which I really love. I was, I was like ready for an awesome fight sequence. I was, I was yeah. ready yeah, to Yeah, they just it cut it. They, then it, then you kind of are reminded of how strong the diamonds really yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they just sort of poof everyone in an instant. It's crazy. It's humbling for sure um, for, for the gems. Yeah. It was crazy seeing the, um, the, those two gems that were just in the crowd. Yes. <laughs> and Garnet was just like, was like oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they so were like, funny. okay, I guess we'll just go with this. <laughs> yeah. But it does show, you know, like how many gems there are out there that are probably living, you know, sort of feeling like they they don't belong. But the, it, it was sweet and sad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also felt very meta for the show in a way, you know, very mm-hmm. reflective. What do you mean? Well, I just feel like... I think a lot of the, a lot, myself included, I think people who watch the, sh- who watch Steven Universe, they sometimes feel like maybe they're the only ones living with, or feeling a certain way or, um, and I think, you know, it takes someone to either give them a voice or, um, which like Rebecca has certainly done, but like within the gem world, you know, it, it took sure. Garnet, it took Stevani, it took um, Opal for that other person in the crowd to be like, oh, yeah, this is safe. This is a safe space and I'm going to be me. Mm-hmm. I love that they set that that gem fusion at the end there, the, the two stranger gems. Yeah. that They set it up earlier when the diamonds were coming in and they were like nudging each other. Oh, right. That oh, was them. Yeah. Oh, I I'm pretty sure that, that. that was them. Oh, I um, love that. I didn't yeah. even know that. I thought it was just a cute little moment they were having, mm-hmm. but it, it led somewhere. It was a cute Very little nice. moment. Yeah, so that brings us to escapism. And that's the song that Rebecca played for us on this podcast last summer. We got the exclusive from her, but we'll hear what it was like for Zach to record some harmonies on the song and what he, Michaela, and Dee Dee thought when they finally saw the episode. So let's talk escapism. Okay, so this is actually crazy because escapism was... A song that we heard on the podcast first, it was a podcast exclusive, over a year ago. So that it's really cool to hear in an episode. What did you guys think when you saw it? Oh, the, so heard the song. It's beautiful. One of my, new, one of my new favorites. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And Zach, you got to record some like harmonies and stuff for it, right? Yeah, just some some small stuff. But I always love when I can like jump on a song because then otherwise I'm I. If I don't do harmonies or backgrounds on something, I, I don't hear it until it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was very, very happy to get a little preview of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this episode was crazy. We saw Watermelon Steven Society develop. Which wow. Is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think about seeing just how, how, you know, while everything's been going on, this, I guess this whole society has been... You know, changing in the background? What what were your thoughts? It's a little problematic. Um, They're growing at a rapid rate. And obviously, the ecology of the region is being affected, (laughs) judging by the shark. (laughs) 
which can't be good for the earth in the future. And they may have to, like, take down the watermelon kingdom at some point in a future episode. It's an invasive species. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Zach, uh, Stephen didn't think about the ramifications of creating. No, I, I, I think... Um, I think it's a dangerous game he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't give a child the the powers to create a whole society without t- telling him the consequences. <laughs> How I don't even know that was a long time ago. He must have been even younger when he breathed life into these fruit people. Yeah, that was like season one. Is that like yeah, it was twelve? Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, I think he's probably like twelve back then. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Those I, tweens. I, I would not trust twelve year old me with that with that test. <laughs> <laughs> was it just me or did that episode remind you of Castaway? Totally. Yeah. And Jaws? Yeah. 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 But I just wanted to say that. Yeah. It reminded me of like this Dr. Seuss book about star-bellied something. So, did, did you name you not, guys Not that particular that one, but I, I got the Seussian vibe for sure. Yeah. There was this book about like some of the people had stars on their bellies and some of them didn't. And it was like... I don't even know. The message was like about like, don't judge people or something. I don't even remember. But I feel like there was mm. a reference here just because of the stars. But I mean, that is also a thing, you know, in the show. So I, I love during the shark attack how even in this completely new form, Stephen was so true to himself. Like there was a moment where you thought maybe he was going to spear or try to spear the fish. But really then... He used empathy, and it was such a loving, beautiful moment. It was like, oh, Steven, even when you can't use words or only Steven can make a make a sharp shark blush. Yeah, (laughs) it was just just touching. On the on the 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 tribal thing, the ones with the spears versus the ones with the stars. I I, I'm I'm having this pet theory form in my head that like the the ones with the stars are like the loyalists to Steven, and they they like remember their creator and. Like deify him, and the other ones are like, "No, we have to no. move on," and that's what they're fighting about, and they're growling. I, I, this isn't canon. I'm just like <laughs> theorizing here. Maybe, maybe they they remember the star on his shirt, and the other ones are like, "That guy put us on this island, so no." Zach, was it tough to carry this whole episode with just watermelon sounds? Yeah, totally. I mean, I I'd done it in, in smaller doses before, but when I got this, I was like, "What are we doing today?" Um, and it ended up being really fun. I love offbeat sessions like this one mm-hmm. um you know anything that's that's weird and like garnet universe was a really fun episode from way back that like totally like flipped the formula and did something really crazy and this one this one was really cool and uh, like there's so much crazy stuff going on with the homeworld arc it's like literally like escapism like it's it's an episode about something totally different that it, it actually ties back in and we see this thing that like mm-hmm. nobody has been aware of the entire time i really i really enjoyed it was it rough on your voice? Vocal? Like, was it? Is it harder to do the grunting than to just um, speak normal? Not so much. If we we might have done all Stevens lines first, so I could do that and not have to worry about my voice for the rest of the day. But no, those particular grunts don't don't strain me too much unless I like 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 do them really really loud. But a lot of them were just like stuff, and then the dog noises. <laughs> I, we we had me do like the noise dog noises I normally do for pumpkin, but with like a little bit of that watermelon thing going on. Right. So that's, yeah, that's where that came from. Cool. Oh. You know how sometimes in our sessions, Rebecca will be like, okay, now do one take and just 
be weirder, like get yeah, weirder. That's my favorite. Did she do that a lot for this app, definitely. or was it already was a bar already like so high? <laughs> I, 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 there were definitely moments. I mean, because okay. it, it's an episode where like there's way less rules because obviously like there's no words. Yeah. So there's a lot more freedom to do it. Although there were certain ones where Rebecca's like, I want you to grunt like this specific phrase so that like there's one where like Steven runs back into the um, the forest to get supplies for the boat. And the other Steven, like the farmer Steven, Steven calls after him like, who's trying to build a raft? But like <laughs> with less diction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta convey it with just get like, through that the seems like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like you said, this is definitely an escapism from the main from the main conflict, but things are still sort of obviously building to a climax. How does it feel just to be coming full circle with all these characters you've been together with for so long? Oh, it's so bittersweet. I yeah. feel like we've really We've grown as individuals with these characters. Mm -hmm. We've grown as a family, you know, the actors and the characters together. I, I feel like it, it feels like we're entering into a very, very different phase. And um, while it's lovely, it's also quite sad. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Steven Universe has literally been one third of my life I have spent on this show. I started when I was 14 and I'm 21 now. So <laughs> oh it's, God. yeah, like. Wait, the pilot was seven years ago? 2012. Wow. Uh, wait, yeah. January of 2012. That's some wow. crazy stuff wow. right there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is, it's been like the most formative element of my my life and like coming up and. It was always, you know, a really great space for me as a young artist to be around, you know, you know, legendary people and an amazing family of voice actors and people like Rebecca who inspired me to do my own projects and and really, really craft them carefully with precision and with with as much thought put in as possible. It, it's, it's hard to describe in a few sentences because like Steven Universe has been like my teenage and adult life for in a lot of ways. So right. Yeah, it's it's all encompassing. I feel like I, even though I am probably the oldest one here um, or on this cast, but like I I felt really? the greenest. I think I might be, but anywho, that's not important. <laughs> I was gonna say that uh, I felt like I was the greenest coming into doing voiceover acting because this was my first like really big voice over job and to land a show mm -hmm. like Steven Universe is kind of amazing and wonderful. Mm -hmm. And it's been such an exciting journey and experience to work with everybody and to learn as I was working with them, um, how this all is pieced together. Um, but it is, um, like Michaela said, bittersweet, but I am so happy that we're able to go on this journey together and see how Rebecca's vision is unfolding, uh, before our eyes and, and how it's been so wonderfully, uh, embraced by the audience and the fans. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and talking to me. Aw. Thanks, Mackenzie. Good, good, good to hear from you. Yes. It's been good. And thanks to everyone out there. Yes. Yeah, guys. Thank you. We love you. What she said. Yeah. The ditto ditto. <laughs> <laughs> the Steven Universe podcast is produced by Stacey Parra, Charles Abadji, and Conrad Montgomery. 
special thanks to Rob Sorcher, Cartoon Network Studios, The Crooniverse, and Turner Studios in Atlanta. And thanks to all of you guys for listening every week. We really appreciate it. You can listen and subscribe to the Steven Universe podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Amazon and Google Smart Speakers. I'm Mackenzie Atwood, and I'll see you next Thursday.